0: The patient has one fairly sizable tumor on her uterus and possibly two on the left ovary. Quinn turned suddenly and looked into the face of the frightened woman, chiding himself for speaking so unfeelingly about her condition while standing beside her. She was frightened enough as it was. Moving quickly to his right, he picked up a brown bottle and poured a small amount of clear liquid into a glass. "'This morning, gentlemen,' he said, looking up now and speaking to the gallery." "'We're going to use a technique that I found most helpful. "'This is absinthe. "'I found it to be excellent in calming patients, "'a very fine preoperative, much more effective than laudanum. "'The dose is smaller, and I add some anise to calm the stomach. "'And why do you do that, sir?' "'The question came from another of the doctors gathered around the patient, "'Leslie Simmons, a short, stocky man with black hair and sharp black eyes.' Simmons was already well aware of the reasons for the use of the drug, but he let no opportunity pass to call attention to himself. Across the table, Dr. Sutter studied Simmons, not surprised by his challenging manner toward Quentin Larrabee. Sutter was well aware of the private drama developing between the two younger men. Then Sutter's eyes flicked to Oscar Chambers. Chambers is a rotten doctor, he thought sourly. But he's got a good bedside manner and he knows how to use other men to do his work for him. That's his real talent. Sutter himself was one of those men. For years he had done the difficult task that Dr. Oscar Chambers was unable to accomplish. But the arrangement had suited Sutter, for he liked the operating room best and was happy to leave the hand-holding and bedside manners up to Chambers. Quentin Larrabee regarded Simmons. The Annis... "'he said evenly. "'Calms the stomach so that there's less danger "'of the patient vomiting while under anesthesia. "'Moving to the head of the table, he murmured, "'Mrs. Johnson, just lift your head and sip this.' "'The woman lifted her head obediently "'and drank the mixture. "'She made a face, then spoke in a thin whisper audible to all. "'Doctor, am I going to die?' "'Certainly not, Mrs. Johnson.' You're going to get very sleepy, and then Dr. Simmons here is going to give you an anesthetic. You'll go off to sleep, and when you wake up, you'll be fine. Quentin used the title doctor, even though neither he nor Simmons had yet been certified, feeling that it gave the patient confidence. Like most patients who came under the knife in the year 1865, Matilda Johnson, age 40, was afraid of the men who surrounded her. Her eyes searched their faces for some assurance, but found none. This tall young man, however, had warmth in his expression as he took her hand, his large fingers wrapping it completely. You'll be fine, Mrs. Johnson. Just lie quietly now and wait for the drugs to take effect. Up in the gallery, the two young medical students were whispering as they watched. Watch what he does now, Rob said, digging his elbow into his friend's side he'll go over and wash his hands. Wash his hands? What for? He believes in everybody being as clean as possible. Some of the other doctors don't like it. Look at Simmons there. Oh, he looks like he's bit into a wormy apple. I thought those two were good friends. They were until both of them started courting Oscar's daughter, Irene. Les can't believe a homely gent like Quent beat him out. He's like a bear with a sore tail. The late afternoon sunlight threw down lambent bars through the skylight as Larrabee, accompanied by a reluctant Les Simmons, moved to a side table. Simmons dipped his hands gingerly into a basin provided by a nurse muttering, Blasted foolishness? That's what this is, Larrabee. Accustomed to resistance from Les Simmons, Quinn Larrabee didn't reply. He cleaned his hands and forearms, then dried them on a towel that a nurse handed him. Thank you, Agnes, he murmured. "'Turning back, he stood beside the patient "'whose eyes were already drooping from the powerful drug. "'He was aware as he waited of the pressure "'that always came with an operation. "'It wasn't only that the medical students upstairs were watching, "'nor that the doctors gathered with him "'were there to judge any false move he made. "'This was enough to disturb some men, "'but Quentin had learned to ignore it. "'He had, in fact, learned to block out everything "'but the needs of patients.' During his brief medical career, he had seen many callous doctors who treated patients as sides of beef, never showing any interest or compassion. He prayed every day that he would never become one of them. And even